Andrade looks to have had enough of sitting around backstage at catering on a Monday Night Raw episode, as he typically does, as reports by many notable sources in the wrestling community, going back to the beginning of last week, have come out claiming that he has gone to management and asked for his release from the company during an episode of Raw a few weeks back. And unfortunately for him, another source came out after that WWE has responded to his request and has denied it. And just this past Thursday, Andrade took to Twitter to confirm the reports himself, and the tweet reads out, and I quote, The reports are true, and I don't know what the future holds, but I want to make my dreams come true. Thank you for giving me so much support these past few days, end quote. This is beyond disheartening. Not that Andrade is wanting out of WWE, but the fact that it is not surprising in the slightest to us to hear that he wants out. He was the closest thing. We have gotten to what could have been the next big Latino superstar for them that we haven't really seen since Rey Mysterio early in the 2010s. And later, and earlier on, Eddie Guerrero. Rey was getting more and more injury prone at the time before he eventually left the company for a few years before coming back, as we see him on SmackDown now with his son Dominic. Since then, they messed around with Alberto Del Rio and Sin Cara. And yeah, Del Rio had a handful of world title reigns for himself, but he was a complete liability, not just to himself, but any promotion he was affiliated with. WWE would be in a complete PR nightmare that never ends if they still kept him employed all these years. If you see the stuff that he's been, been occupying him as of late, these uh, charges of kidnapping from his girlfriend, unreal. Now, you can't deny the talent that Andrade possessed, as he was everything they were looking for to represent the Latino community. He had the look, the charisma, I don't even need to mention the man's in-ring skills, that much is obvious, and now I know what some might say. You're forgetting one crucial component of Andrade Abba. He could barely speak English. That's where WWE fucks themselves up even further. Even before these past few weeks with these reports coming out of Andrade wanting to leave, they released an important and crucial person to Andrade's character way back in November, Zelina Vega. You guys remember that episode we did where it was nothing but but talk and discussion on her. Uh, there are a lot of factors we went in uh, regarding Zelina Vega's release and how she would fare in AEW. And she was the final piece of the puzzle in Andrade being the complete total package for, for any company. We did see this form in NXT when he was the NXT champion with Vega by his side, being his mouthpiece. The guy was money and had amazing matches with the likes of Johnny Gargano, Drew McIntyre, Aleister Black. And, you know, funny I'm mentioning Black. I'm hoping... Pretty soon we hear a similar story of him wanting out of the company like we did Andrade for his sake. What I disagree about one thing that you said is about Andrade not speaking uh, English. There, it's up to him. I know you had Zelina Vega. Don't get me wrong. But I, I had a similar conversation with Richard back in the past about that. I was like, if there was one thing that, took, that got him in the way of promoting himself or being used by WWE, it was the language barrier, right? Right. It was the language barrier. I was like, there's no doubt in my mind if he decided to teach, to learn himself uh, how to speak English, yeah, he would have been used in WWE. No question, right? Yeah. Even even without, I, feel, I honestly believe even without Selena Vega, he could have been used if he actually broke the, the, the language barrier, right? That's why I was like, that's how you see Hall of Fame was like, Eddie, Ray, uh, uh, um, give me another one. Of Latinos? Yeah. But Ray's from, like, Cali, right? He's, no, but he was that Latino representative. Latino exactly, yeah. exactly. He filled right? that fan base. He filled oh, that. Um, Pedro Morales. Yeah, Pedro Morales. He was, he was people like that. 
by breaking the language barrier yeah. will elevate your, your status to greater height. So if there was one thing I would fault and Johnny on that, it's that. There's then, no there's no there's no excuse for that. But then you also have guys like um, you have Penta. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has the same language barrier too, but they found ways to relieve that with different mics. Like yeah, I, I agree. That. And then you had Zelina. No, they, I, it worked. I no, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. But even at times, excuse me, even at times when either Selena is not there or who's you got who's the, uh, the guy you just said? Um, Pentagon. Pentagon is not Pentagon. there. You got to kind of make it a, a priority like, yo, if I want to be used, and I know I'm in the top company in Something. wrestling in so North America. You should you, be able to find a way. Like, no, you should be able to find a way to speak no, English. Because so. Penta, There's no excuse. Pen, because Penta broke through. Because broke through. Th- that's week. No, sorry. It was this he week. Yeah, he he cut a Alice. fantastic promo. He had Alex a- a- apprehensive as his mic, but then he knew when to pick and choose, choose to speak English. To speak English. English. But you see what I'm saying? But the thing is, on, but, on the E, they want you to take three to five minute promos, no, and you know, he can't I do get that. that. I yeah. completely get that. But but that's what I'm saying. Like, There's no excuse for Andrade. I don't care what anybody says. There's no excuse for who's... Uh, who's... Who's... Um, who's who speaks solely nothing but Spanish, can't teach himself or have the uh, time. the time to actually learn how to speak English. How to speak English. So by the time you come back, you, uh, WWE takes notice of you. I'm like, wow, he like he could speak English. We like we could finally use him. Like stuff like that. I'm not saying like like you could say WWE was biased. Honestly, they were. Let's be real. They were. They, they, were, they, were, biased ex- on that. they were extremely were. But it is what it is. They didn't take a chance on him. Now, I feel like Abba. Like, I don't want to say the question, so, like, it's okay with you. I can say that question, all right? Now, in terms of the question, question is, should, in general, because we're just obviously talking about Andrade, and we have most, we had past superstars from WWE that's been, like, upset with the E. Should stars from WWE, should um, be, our disgruntled stars from WWE go straight to AEW? No. Exactly. I agree. No. No, because Which you said a first gun. No, because yeah, AEW is the secondary biggest company right now. But that doesn't mean just because you leave WWE, you should go straight to AEW. No, there's also Impact. There's also Ring of Honor. You can't just go for the one main one besides there's, WWE. There's still there's, New Japan. There's still Japan. There's still Impact. Ring of Honor. Yes, I understand that completely. The only caveat. I would say about that. Let, let's because let's, since we're talking about Andrade, let's take Andrade. Yeah, it'll be hard for him to go to New Japan. Extremely. Yeah, well, no, no one's no, going to Japan. No, no, I get that. I get that. I yeah. get that. It'll be hard for him to go to New Japan. Ring of Honor, I would say, is a safe choice. That's like a safe choice because, like, I feel like he could walk into Ring of Honor and he will dominate. He has his brother. Is uh, not. I'm calling his brother, but uh, Roosh. Roosh is mm. currently the. ROH world champion, mm-hmm. and they're all part of the same uh, faction. See, that's what, what I'm saying. Yeah. Ring of Honor will be his best, right choice. In, best choice. In AEW, I don't feel like it's necessary for almost anybody from WWE to or go in to general. A- or in right general. Now, you'll get exactly, right now. After, every, after all the disgruntled, talented employees that WWE had on the roster at one point, like Miro and yeah, so on and so forth, they were. They got let go from them. They went to AEW. It's been very right hit or now. miss. The only reason, with, the only reason the people, people are going to AEW is because they want to beat WWE's ass. Because they, it's the guy, it's the people, it's the men and women that went there, 
and they go to the opposite company, company. aka their rival to beat them they want to show WWE that hey yeah we're, here we are going to another significant wrestling promotion in the same country yeah the same territory that you guys monopolize in the wrestling industry in the United States right and we're gonna dominate here and do our best and you're gonna yeah. and you're gonna see what you missed out on and and, and and what and I think like what Andrade needs to understand is that like he needs to really pay attention to what's going around outside of WWE he probably does. He knows he like, does. He, he said himself. He has the you got a lot of friends outside. He does. Like no, he, he has a lot of friends no, outside. But he also said, like, he requested his release. They re- they denied him. He's, he came out and publicly he confirmed, came out and publicly it. Yeah, confirmed it. He said, like, he'll just wait. He, he has not only it. wait, pretty much they're going to just let his contract just go. Run out. Run out. He said, I want to go back home, meaning... He wants to go back to Mexico. He wants to go back to Mexico. Mexico, he was a top, top star. Okay, so that, that, that's good. If he wants to do that, keep it safe and stuff like that, that's fine. I have no problem with doing that. But the reason why I'm only saying this in a general standpoint, in a general standpoint, wrestlers need to actually pay attention what's going on outside of Dota because there's you can't guarantee success. They no matter the wrestling company... AEW, Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan, can't guarantee success because like a lot of people, because we had like past the past three guys from WWE went to AEW and they ain't doing nothing. Well, thing is, this is so much talent. They're not gonna sit there and just throw the the oh the the E guy because he because he had TV experience. Throw him on like Mirror. He has to wait. We have other guys right now who are just better, who are better That's right true. now. It's, it's 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 a waiting game. I think when it was months back, I think uh, Road said it. It's it's a it's a, it's a waiting game. You have to wait your turn until your turn comes up, and then that's when you'll get pushed. But in the meantime, you gotta wait. That could be gotta colorful. wait. We got something. We we ain't got nothing for you now. Yeah, we got nothing. Be patient. Not, not yeah, gotta be patient. We, they're probably gonna need another show, which they said they're hinting at another show on on TNT. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe it's like a Saturday night show or a Friday show. I don't know. But mm-hmm. they'll definitely, people just got to wait. And going back to uh, Alistair Black, what, what I heard of Alistair Black is that they're just keeping off TV until his contract runs out. He has no, he doesn't want to go back. Yeah. So just another person who, he'll fit great on Dynamite, but I feel he'll go somewhere else. You, you don't need Dynamite. Yeah, my right thing now. is that AEW, before it was even a thought in people's heads, let's say before all that, you had the rest, the wrestling promotion was booming as it was already with mm-hmm. these, with indie promotions that were coming out in, within the United States, in this country, and all over the world, in Mexico, in, in the, the UK, in Japan, so on and so forth. You had choices, even before AEW was even a thing. AEW just became, then AEW became a factor became a huge factor into it. They got into the game and they became the, how do you say, the new promotion that everybody just wants to go to and help build and create their own legacy. Mm -hmm. Not just WWE. It's the safe option like you were saying, Ricardo, with uh, Ring of Honor for Andrade. Exactly. Because that's the promotion where he's guaranteed the most success to come out of. Like, like, he'll be number one. You have the partnership. You don't need to go to AEW. You have the partnership. You can go to anywhere. You're going to go to AEW probably You eventually will be on AEW, trust me. Impact Either way. New Japan, you're going to either trust rely me. on those promotions itself. You might actually just end Your up in the Your talent will shine through. <laughs> trust me. This episode of Wrestling Hypothesis is brought to you today by our sponsor, Precision Tax Firm. 
every individual in business has different accounting needs. And we are here for any and every financial challenge you may face. Precision Tax Firm is ready to serve as a voice of reason for your tax planning and financial advising demands. Their personalized accounting services and solutions have helped their clients manage a better financial future. To book a consultation today, go to ptaxfirm.com. That is ptaxfirm.com to book a free consultation or call 917-435-7403. That's 917-435-7403. Oh, and in case you didn't wonder, if you were wondering, where is, you know, if you have an email address or anything like that, it is your tax guy at ptaxfirm.com. That is email? your tax guy at ptaxfirm.com. And with that, welcome to episode 58 of the Wrestling Hypothesis Podcast. Here for your Sunday, March 21st, 2021. My guy, Kenny, isn't here today. So, I have to take over the intro. I am back. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's usually after me, but okay. Thank you. <laughs> welcome to the Wrestling Hypothesis Podcast. Lawrence, Abba, Richard, what's up? What's up? What's up, Abo? Doing okay. Richard, what's up? Why are you here? Why are you here? Our apologies for the outburst. Yeah. I had to. I had to we do. Can't, the, we can't tame this man. I had to do the intro for my boy Kenny because my man Kenny isn't here. So I obviously do the best intros in this show. And shout out to our girl Tara finishing her master's degree program on the verge of getting her master's. Our first lady is stepping up in yes, the world. Yes. Yes, she is. So Shout out to Tara. Out to Very good. Before we get to the rest of the show, though, as you guys know that's listening, this podcast is available to listen to on various platforms out there, such as Running Down the List, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and our own YouTube channel, which you guys can go follow us on there and subscribe. Follow us also on our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where we often report breaking news that comes out in wrestling over the course of the week. And we let you listeners know the updates on the status of the show throughout the course of the week as well. So give us a follow on those accounts. Go ahead and do so. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a star rating on there as well. Some feedback on what you think of our show. You can check out any of our older episodes in the archives using any of the platforms I mentioned earlier. As well as visiting our own website, anchor.fm slash wrestling dash hypothesis. So we didn't do an episode last week on the show, as you guys know. And, and it's a shame because for Ricardo, because he wanted to get into what the whole thing with the Hurt Business and how, in his opinion, they are the best faction in pro wrestling as we speak. I, I, I'd have to agree with that, honestly, more than anything else. Yeah. Like, they're doing their thing, and, you know, the Pinnacle's in its early stages with MJF and his crew on Dynamite. And Inner Circles, whatever, Undisputed Era is, is all but done. So there you go. Honestly, you can't go wrong with that pick as the Hurt Business being the best faction in the they industry the today. Now, that was during the time when Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin were still the tag team title holders for Monday Night Raw. But as of this past week on Monday Night Raw, that looks to no longer be a thing as the New Day win once again the tag team titles on Raw against Alexander and Benjamin. They are the new tag team champions for Raw. And 
they were her business were just thrown away to the side so to speak right after the title win and the celebration we had aj styles and almost aj's bodyguard come out and make it official they challenged him to a match at wrestlemania it'll be the new day against styles and almost his in-ring debut now this leads to the question of going back to what ricardo was telling us last week that the Hurt Business, I don't know, they're not doing really all that well right now. Their momentum has been stalled pretty significantly, regardless of the fact that Lashley is the current WWE title holder. I really, really was happy when the Hurt Business won all the gold on WWE Raw. It was good. It was, good. It was really, really good. I was going to give credit where credit is due. It's the first all-black faction. faction I've seen since the Nation of Domination. MVP did his thing. And MVP was carrying the whole thing. He gave everyone momentum. He gave everyone character. Purpose. Purpose. Every person. Even Shelton Benjamin looks better than he was back when he was in WWE in his prime. And Lashley. And Cedric is just Cedric. Like, you know, he... He, 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 he really benefited from, from being... Tremendously. But now... Due to the fact that the New Day is now WWE Tag Team Champions once again. What is this, like their 11th, 12th Tag Team Champions? I personally, 11, 11, I personally yeah. have a problem with, 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 them winning, yeah. with them winning. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate the New Day. I don't hate them at all. I actually fucks with the New Day. But it comes a point in time where you, as, a stab, as an established Hall of Fame team. There is a point where you need to step back and let the talent flourish. Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander, to me, are better than Kofi Kingston and Austin Creed. But I have a question for you. You're saying that no, I get what you're saying. And that the talent breathes. Oh, same, 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 shit. same, same shit. shit. Yeah. Like, I, I, understand, I completely understand what you're saying. I agree with you. But you say let the talent shine. What talent if there's no tag teams? The reason I said the talent, I was specifically talking about Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. That's who I was obviously talking about. Now, and with MVP on their side, and if you had a rivalry with the New Day... Heading towards WrestleMania, that would have been better. I would have been cool with that, but due to the fact that the new, but exactly, but due to the fact that the New Day won the tag team champions, and they're facing AJ Styles, and what's his name? Almost. Almost. What was it like? So almost. Almost. Which is so corny. Almost there. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Right. That name alone is like trash. Like. Look, I love AJ Styles. He's he's in my top five all time. He is more than deserving of a spot at WrestleMania. This is a he, huge downgrade. AJ, no, no, no. Is that a, I would never say it's a downgrade for AJ Styles re- because AJ Styles will carry it. Will no, carry it. I know it. he will carry it, but the reason why I'm saying low key is a downgrade from all the past WrestleMania matches that he had was a plus level. That's true. From he's had singles matches. He, no, look, he, no, he, yes, he had. But singles. I do get what Ricardo is but just look, trying to say again. Anything with AJ Styles is money because remember, if you really think about it, think about it, they're treating him like John Cena in this sense. When John Cena became a part-timer, he himself downgraded himself to United States to uplift the talent in there, and it worked. And they're currently doing it with AJ Styles because we all know. Real talk, 
AJ Styles is the number one wrestler on Raw. Real talk, okay? That nigga could easily win the WWE title if he really wanted to. Of course. He would be the number one box office attraction on Raw if he was WWE champion, right? But due to the fact he took it a back seat because of Drew McIntyre, because of his growth and everybody else, is the only reason why the, uh, AJ Styles is in the tag team division, so to speak, quote on unquote, that he's there facing New Day. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit that he's that the it's the. I'm more mad of the New Day. I'm not mad of AJ Styles, right? He's doing what he's given. He, exactly. But the New well, Day, all of them are really. New Day don't deserve it. I don't care what anybody says. They may be the best tag team in this generation, as far as I'm concerned. But they don't deserve to be tag team champion. Now, thing is, what do you bet that this? title match at Mania with Styles and almost as a legit tag team, at least for the time being, is just going to be a one and done for Mania. It's a way to I, no, get I, Styles on the card, give almost a, spot, a time to shine, no, no, but that, and but that, New but Day winning but the that's, tag, but that's literally, But that is literally the main reason why to put AJ on the card, because Vince loves, we all know Vince loves AJ. He trusts Rightfully him. So. He trusts AJ. But the fact that you literally have nothing for AJ at this late juncture for Mania is honestly sad. But you got a match with Bad Bunny. But you have a match with Bad Bunny and the Miz and Morrison at Miz WrestleMania. Bad Bunny is not, part not, of the promotion. And also, and also, you have Shane McMahon, of all people, facing off against Braun Strowman in two weeks. No one cares. That no one cares about. Okay. The fight, they, but you don't they have... They were scheduled to fight tomorrow at Fastlane, but they... That's off. It's off. And, that's off. And you know why. They want to save it for Mania. To get back on the New Day, they need to chill out because I'm not a fan of Kofi Kingston I don't give a shit what anybody says about Kofi Kingston Kofi Kingston could kick rocks he's not what he was back then as wow. in terms of athleticism I don't care about Kofi Kingston yeah he won the WWE title <laughs> till Brock Lesnar came that and scrapped that it was gonna be a, it was gonna be a one time thing for him to win the WWE title he would never win the WWE title Ever I again. People, I feel like people look way too fondly. Since we're on, since you brought up the topic about Kofi and his WWE title reign, they seem to real people on social media really seem to love, like really overhype the title reign and the whole Kofi Mania thing. Like Kofi, it Mania wasn't stuff, even that good. The Kofi Mania stuff was fine. It was good actually because well, wait, 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 Daniel wait, Bryan. Wait, did wait, his wait thing you're saying for Kofi. I'm talking about the title reign? Was the title reign good. itself? Oh, the the title reign was, was trash. Lackluster. Yeah, there was nothing to it. It was so trash. It was one of the worst title reigns I've ever seen. And that's why I'm like, I'm not a fan of, I've never been a fan of Kofi Kingston. I don't care what anybody says. I've never been a fan. When, the only time when I was a legitimate fan of Kofi Kingston, it was when he first came in. His athleticism was way up there. When he was shooting with Orton? Yeah, when he was shooting with Orton. 2009. Yeah, like around that time when he was 20s. going after, when, exactly. And his, like, in his he young. He was 40. Well, you said like 40 something now, right? What? I don't. I don't care He's how. Better, right? He's it, better or not. I don't care how old he is. But like, 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 it's it's literally like that. I'm like, I'm sick and tired of the new day winning the tag titles. What? Yes, I'm. I'm getting Thank tired you. of them. They're a safe well, option. That's the thing. To bring it back to, to perspective, new day is Vince's. That is Vince's security blanket. New day yes. has they and they, and they worked. They worked their ass off to to get to that point to be basically the security blanket for the tag division. <laughs> They are tr they are that trusted, but it wasn't the right time for New Day to. It really, to win. It, it, really it wasn't. wasn't if you could have right waited till Mania to have New Day versus uh Hurt Business, like fine. That I would have been cool time. with that because that's because with that, I you, the Hurt Business is on the show. The, they're on yeah. the show, 
and you could hype up the you could hype up the hurt business even more because you got MVP. Yeah. That that the thing is with the hurt business and the new day that would have been so natural, right there. Like I'm fine with them doing Benjamin the hurt business against the new day. I would have no problem at with that. Yes. I would, In, in a ladder match, in a ladder, you know? Or, or, that exactly, would be because a great way for to get athletic, them the Four athletic guys... They're made for that ladder match. They're made for that ladder... Exactly, a match like that. Yeah. Right? It fits their But you put benefit. AJ and... And, um... Osmosis? I don't know what the fuck his <laughs> name is. <laughs> like, Osmosis, Os- 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 Jones? I was like, whatever. <laughs> but, like, the, the tall black dude that can't wrestle a lick... That we know... That, that we don't know, yeah. And you... C- come... I'm done with this topic. I like. I'm. I'm, I'm done with this topic. People, it's uh, like we're all African American. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. Just let you know. Mm-hmm. Good. Tall black guy. <laughs> if anyone got a problem with the hurt business, I mean uh, that doesn't have a problem with the hurt business losing tag titles, come and see me, because they deserve to be at WrestleMania. All four of them. Yeah. All of them. Hurt business carried COVID era. Thank you. Thank you, my. I just you tripping. COVID era. Basically, did it. I ain't Tony Stark. I hate like I hate get uh, Sunset Boulevard, nigga. You saw the <laughs> Iron Man three? They bombard his house with missiles, yeah, yeah. nigga. You stupid. I don't care if you're Iron Man, <laughs> but like, nah. Her business deserves to be at WrestleMania, not the New Day, or at least put the New Day against the against hurt. the Hurt Business. Other than that, and maybe it would have even been a case where okay, it's more acceptable if the New Day wanted Mania. No, no, like, 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 you, do you see, I don't like, have you a problem still would have had a problem with it. Being no, 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 I'm I wouldn't have. I would, but, or maybe you guys would, in the sense that okay, it's another tag team title reign. They're gonna no, lose no, no. The, the thing enough. is, the thing is, I, like I said, I don't hate the new day. It's the timing of when they won the tag titles that I have a problem with. Yeah. I don't have a problem if they fought the Hurt Business and won it at Mania. I got no issues with that. I just want the Hurt Business to be at Mania because they deserve it as champions, and they've and the Hurt Business. Has been carrying Raw for over a month now. It's a change. Whatever. Whatever. Go back to like during COVID era. During COVID era. Whatever. And MVP is my dog. I love MVP. I've been a fan with him since he came into the game. I love MVP. And I miss his theme song. I'm not going to front. I I love that theme song. I love that song. I love this theme song. Shifting gears on over to SmackDown, we've been seeing Edge a little less favorably or at least not fav- not less so favorably but more so in the background as we progress towards Fastlane and WrestleMania and of course Fastlane is the event where Roman Reigns will be defending the universal title against one Daniel Bryan and Edge ha- did face Jey Uso on Smackdown this past week in a match to determine who will be the special guest enforcer for Bryan and Reigns at Fastlane tomorrow night. Edge Edge looked valiant. He looked pretty good in the ring. He gave something to Jey Uso. He he showed us what he his in-ring chops that he can still go. And then some. He beat Jey Uso with the spear one, two, three. So he will be the special guest enforcer for Reigns and Brian at Fastlane this weekend. Afterwards, Reigns came down, hit a spear to Edge. Brian, who was in the commentary booth, came he came into the ring. Jey Uso distracted him. Reigns hit him with a spear as well to Brian. And the show went off the air. It's been feeling more and more like Edge has been kind of a third wheel you these think? past few weeks. You think? <laughs> so you think it's as like, Brian has yes. been more factored right, into explain, it. So, explain. Rich, you think like, he's a third wheel? I feel like, and it sucks, but I feel like right now he's the third wheel is because so much attention right now has been on Brian for the past couple of weeks. 
And then when Edge is there, I'm like, okay, we understand you're facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, but all the attention is going to Brian. Stop like, feeding around the bush. Fast Lane has been booked better than Mania. Listen, that's a fact, and that's sad. Listen, listen. Can't even disagree. That's a, that's sad. <laughs> Edge, is, is, is this your Rumble champ? The Rumble winner? Is this your Rumble winner? Edge won the Rumble. He feels left out. He feels that he's trying to insert himself into his own damn match. Feels like he's inserting him, trying to insert himself. <laughs> yes, I know Ricardo looking at me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Go ahead. That was the line. Did you just say that? Yes, Edge. It feels like Edge is trying to assert himself into his own damn match. No, don't, no. don't, don't. No. Whoa, 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 I'm whoa, doing whoa. it. I'll do it. Don't, do, don't, don't disrespect Edge like that. <laughs> okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is what they're Edge, doing. Let me, let me tell you something right now. Edge is the open, ultimate opportunist. He is. For All right. A reason. For a reason. He's versing main, main event J. I'm not okay. that. He's a main eventer. We got, we got to put that in there. Uh, okay. All right, there's something wrong with facing a guy like Jey Uso, okay? There's something wrong with that. Man, boring. I'm tired oh, of him. All right, all right. Wait, wait, you say, wait, you say Jey is boring? I am tired main event Jay. What? I'm hold tired. On, he's been hitting some great promos, which, yes, he's look, been doing great. I think the he one, stay single. The one thing that you're on dead me. wrong, one of the one things that you're dead wrong about is that saying that Jey Uso is boring. That nigga is not boring. He's not boring. Okay? Let's, get, let's get that off the Ever line. since his robbery was reigned in, Octo- in October, he, this nigga stepped up. Now, let's get that out the way. Okay. Now, in terms of Edge, okay, I disagree that he's, he, y'all, who, wait, you think he's the third real, Richard? Yes. Do you think he's the third real, Lawrence? Of course. Do you think it so? It feels more and more it like You feel that way, right? I disagree. I don't think it's Edge. That's, that's feeling the third wheel. I feel like more of it's of Daniel Bryan because, like, it goes back to our conversation we had two weeks ago. Remember how we pictured on um, possibly that, like, um, we might we might have a triple threat. No, not no, no. not a triple threat, but for fascinating a tag team like it was the tag to, team uh, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. the tag team like Edge and Brian versus Uso and Reigns. Yeah, it should, it should, right. It that I feel like sh- it should have been that. Right. Right. But the reason why I think Daniel Bryan is more of the third wheel is because it goes back to my boy's Kenny's point what he said two weeks ago about saying like Daniel Bryan has a say. In terms of like, yo, I just won the Elimination Chamber. I'm no more contender. Where's my fair shot at the title? Where's my fair shot at the title? Exactly. So technically, because we all know and we all discussed that the money match is Edge versus Roman, which technically that is true because you could build off that almost a little bit more better than you would Daniel Bryan and Edge. Because honestly, Edge is a better... You meant, t- you meant to say Bryan and Edge or Bryan and Roman? Bryan and Roman. Bryan and Roman. Thank yeah. you. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. Right? Because Edge is a better talker than Daniel Bryan by far. No one can tell me that. No, that's a fact. Brian's uh-huh. Edge is a better talker than Daniel Bryan. Wrestling-wise, obviously, I'll give it to Daniel Bryan, honestly. Daniel Bryan, I'm sorry. Daniel, yeah, no, Daniel Bryan, wrestler, every day, hands down. Sunday. No, no, sorry. yeah, I got you, I got you. But in terms of telling a story, no one can tell a story better than Edge when it comes to Edge versus Roman Reigns. You can build that story off, right? But the thing now, is, now it, goes back to the point, what is that story? Right now, I know it's, no, it's again, we're, we're a couple again, weeks before May. We're two they weeks haven't before been May. Telling no, but again, the, but the again, it brings me, it brings us back. I know everyone talks about. I know. I'm sorry to cut you yeah. off. I know everyone talks about the the story, the story, the story. What is the story? No, the only but, story I'm mm-hmm. seeing is basically Edge won the Rumble. Yes, and it it's kind of like with Bianca and Sasha right now. Yeah, it's like there it's hasn't getting, been. We'll talk about that another day. I'm pissed off about that story. You should rightfully so. Rightfully so. But go ahead, go ahead. Maybe when we get closer to Mania, we'll touch on that. But the thing, the, th- the thing, the thing is about um, 
Edge and Roman Reigns is because like it brings back to my point because like what they're doing right now they're making Daniel Bryan like it's like saying like imagine like you're in a classroom and a teacher ignores the person that raised their hand and be like Daniel Bryan's like oh whoa 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 I actually yeah, had like the teacher's always calling on the person who's never participating exactly exactly <laughs> it's like whoa 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 I was the more contender. I won that elimination chamber. I have a right to face this nigga at Fastlane at least for the universal title. He might not even get a fair shot. Yeah, but right. Yeah, because but the thing is, but the thing is, but that's what they're doing. That's what they're that's what they're doing with Daniel Bryan, and that's how I feel like he's the third wheel because the money match is Edge versus Roman, and 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 the thing is, and you said when the story might happen. The thing is, it's two weeks. That story should have been okay. I, I out. I completely get it. I completely get it. But you gotta admit. But it's more of WWE's part in terms of Dana Bryan because they pro just, they prolonged it for Dana Bryan for months. And technically, Dana Bryan should have fought Roman Reigns earlier. It earlier. feels that Dana right? Bryan has the better story with Roman. He does. And I'm not knocking that. Yeah. And, and I'm not knocking. But, that. but that's but but here's the thing. The, with the story between Brian and Edge and the main person is Roman, the fact that Brian has a better story right now than Edge yes. is leading up to Fastlane, yes. but not Mania. Yeah, but the thing but, is, but yes. hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. But not to Mania goes go along goes back to our conversation. Like remember when he, we had our Roman prediction, yeah. and we me and you we said Brian, and yeah. we and then everybody well, else. Well, you, you guys, Brian yeah, you guys, yeah, you were tripping. <laughs> you guys, no, I know. I, no, yeah, I, 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 I said Brian, the reason why I said Brian to win was because the story was consistent. The story was consistent. I got you, and yeah. that's why I said it. But With the thing now, is this, but it wasn't as strong of a story heading into the Rumble as it is now. Exactly. But the thing is this: having the title match. Here's why I would never sleep on Edge. Edge is the one of the few men in WWE history that can make a story out come like out of his ass, bro. I'm talking about, like he could. he, he no, could he make can, he, he can. like no 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 no. Uh, but here's the, but here's the thing here's the thing he come I'm he's one of those dudes that could literally walk in into arena no matter where it is right and kill off a bomb ass promo. He could do it to Roman Reigns in his sleep and just check him. Right, like he be like, yo, you've never faced anybody like me, which is a fact. He's never fought. Roman Reigns has never, ever fought a person like Edge. Roman ever. fought Cena. No, okay. I said like, okay, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, wait, 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 let's let's stop right. Whoa, 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 let's stop, let's stop right now. You can't. Here's, look, look, look. You can, this, this, look, look. As Kenny said, let me, level let, let me finish. First of, all, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, let me tell you something right now. When I mean a person like Edge. I'm talking about a guy that will do heel tendencies and earns to get what he wants. We're talking about Edge here, okay? Yeah, okay. I know my Edge. Okay. I'm not getting that Edge right now. This is not ultimate opportunity. We might see it. We might wait, see it. Wait, wait, so you're saying, wait, are you saying, wait, I haven't are you, seen that so are you, I haven't seen the rated R Super So are you, so are you saying, keep sleeping on Adam Cole. Wait, 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 keep father. Hold on, hold on. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah. For Edge, Bryant. I'll do it. For Edge, Brian, Yo, and Reigns, on this, man. right? I'm not sleeping on this. Yes, you are. By the way, hold on. By the way, it's looking right now. Yeah. It's looking like a triple threat. It's gonna no. It's gonna be a triple threat. Right. Right. Because there's no way in hell yes. Vince is not gonna have Brian at WrestleMania. Right, look, 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 look. There's no I way. Look, look. I don't care if it's a triple threat. I don't mind if it's a triple threat. But what I'm saying is this: Don't you dare sleep on this man. Triple threat is the obvious pick. That's the one. Yes. That's where all roads lead to, right? I did see a lot of people on social media point out after the conclusion of SmackDown last week that what if they do something different? What if they do, on night one, Daniel Bryan against Edge? 
one-on-one. Yep. Goes on to face Roman in the main event of night two. I got no issues with that. And let's say Edge wins, because honestly, he probably should win that match. Edge should beat Brian for it. Could be because he won the World Rumble. Yep. You do that, then you have a story to tell with Brian himself after Mania. You could say, you know what? Abba, like, great idea. You know what? Like he breaks down. Like this yes. is he goes back to being a heel. You see, you see the thing is, it, and that's why you see that's why sometimes like the majority of the show you piss me off because of your, <laughs> your points. But like, this one, I'm actually disappointed. I have this I, one. I, I am not disagreeing about because you see, you see the thing is, and this is what makes my point about telling a story when it comes to Edge. No one can tell a story better than Edge. You said, you said Cena. Cena can't tell a story better than Edge. That's where there's levels to this. Don't talk to me about that. Okay. Don't talk to me about that. I don't want to hear it. John Cena's too nice. You did, you did different story for a different day. Hey, all right? No, this nigga brought up John Cena. John Cena's John nice, Cena? but no one can tell a story better than Edge. Okay, I don't want to hear that. All right? Bottom line, in terms of Edge, Edge can pull a promo out of his ass, out of yeah. nowhere, save in terms of Roman Reigns. Go, save, save the, this Save this clip. I feel it's going to come back. Save it. Save, save this clip, Abba. Save it. Save it. I don't care. Save it. <laughs> and plus, with that with that idea, if, if Brian and Edge faces off night one... He's going to somebody. Go ahead. Brian and Edge facing off against Night One is like, yo. That's a great idea. That's a that's a great that's a great idea. I say it because what do you do with Brian like if they go the triple threat route? And he's probably gonna take the fall. And, and, and that's what I'm based saying. on your idea, I think that's a great idea. I honestly think I honestly think that's a better idea than a triple threat match. Because I'm it's because so it saves Brian one. It keeps him. It I keeps mean, him. I mean, he's in relevant. Two. He's in mania. He's in. Yeah, he's in mania. Well, he's going to be mania. Well, he's going to be mania regardless. We know that. But like number and number three, most importantly, you what the mo If there was one thing we need to see from Daniel Bryan is something different. We need to see something different from Daniel Bryan. I personally feel that way because I'm not going to front. I'm sick and tired of the bullshit of like he'll he's he he's like so he's like too nice. Right now, his heel, Carl. Go back. To no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, uh, I, his promos the past few weeks have been pretty. No, no, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about his promos. I'm not, I'm not questioning okay. that. He's I'm not talking about his character. I'm talking about his. I'm talking about like demeanor. Oh, yeah. I need that to change. I want that to change for Daniel Bryan. I'm like yo, like. You want American Dragon? Fuck it, I don't care. I want to get the. I'm sorry. You want the Planet Champion? If it's American Dragon, Daniel Bryan, that's a. I fear for Edge after that. Because like, I feel like because like Edge needs to become the Raider Superstar to match him. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I just I just want to see something different from Daniel Bryan. Because I fuck with Daniel Bryan. I don't hate Daniel Bryan stuff like that. I don't care what anybody says. He's still not a Hall of Famer to me. First ballot. I don't care. But like, you're on your own with that one. Well, actually, I got Tara and I got Kenny to back me up. I got there's evidence. Okay. That's cool. You're still in the minority. All right, cool. Cool, cool. But it is what it is. But your idea, Abba, I'm giving you that. That's honestly a great idea. Okay. Let's hear. But let's see what they what what their direction is and the trajectory is for Brian Edge and Roman going into Mania and even Fastlane. The problem with Brett Breaker is that she has to pick one. Is a doctor's a, a doctor's a full time job. I agree. That's true. It's a full time job. Look, look, you can't be a doctor and part time wrestler. It's one or the other. With, with, with all due respect to Britt Baker, she can do both, right? But she'll never be great at one thing. Like, I'd rather be great at one thing than mediocre at two things. I'm sorry. Agreed. Exactly. And that's the, what that's what you get with Britt, 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 uh, Britt Baker. Ow, that's that's, that's all you get. Wait, wait, she's Richard, awesome. Richard. She's awesome. She's great. Richard, is it, isn't well, Britt Baker great. going out? She's, she's, hold she's up. all yeah. right. One at a time. What is it? Is is Britt Baker going out with Adam Cole? Of yeah. course she is. 
It's about money. You see, that's, that's, that's why she needs they to be a water. They said that on multiple occasions. Okay, okay, fine, whatever. That's why she needs to be a doctor and stay her ass away from the wrestling scene because her boy, Adam Cole, is yeah. bringing in the big bucks and wrestling. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Why pick wrestling if you're a full-fledged doctor? You got your boy, Adam Cole, who's number one, arguably, in the game in WWE. She, because she's greatness and she could do it both. Greatness these nuts. The bitch is whack. <laughs> she can do both. The bitch Listen, is whack. I, I've never been overly impressed with Britt Baker's wrestling ability. Like She she's can do some, both. She's had some solid she, matches, but, you know, nothing really standouts or memorable to me. Yeah. But, she you know, can in, do due time, in due yeah. time, she could definitely surprise some people. Maybe, maybe, but she'll never be great. This past week, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa were on a collision course with their feud that has been going on for a few months now, and they were given the chance to end it all in the main event of AEW Dynamite in a lights-out-anything-goes match. The third of its kind in AEW, the first being Kenny Omega and John Moxley at Full Gear two years ago, and while it wasn't as crazy as that affair was then necessarily, and considering this was the women's first chance at headlining an event under the AEW banner, they had to succeed here. To show everyone watching, they were more than capable of closing out like the men were always doing up to this point. And so judging from the aftermath, what we got in the end, it's fair to say it surpassed a lot of people's expectations. By the time it all ended, it was a complete bloodbath for both Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. They both went to an absolute war with each other and proved that despite us already knowing how talented the two are, they were propelled to the next level after this match. And we actually did get into get into this for a bit ourselves after we saw the match. And that was on Britt Baker and how far she has come along in the past year in wrestling. Back in May of last year, we had a segment on the show where a few of us were pretty skeptical on Baker's in-ring style and how far she would go in the big leagues, while at the same time juggling her, her, her full-time career as a dentist. And she has definitely progressed in a significant way since we had that discussion. Britt Baker... Okay, let me let me say, let me say about the match the other day. That was the best women's match they've ever had in AEW. Yeah, I agree with that. Period. Right? Now, about Britt Baker, the question should be this. Does that match validate that she's the number 1 female in the game in AEW? My answer is no. My answer is no because from a talent perspective, She's not better than Thunder Rosa. She's not better than Nyla Rose. She's not better than the current AEW Women's Champion. You know, the, in the ring. Not to cut, you, not to cut you off there sure. significantly, but we did to go back to what we were saying after the conclusion of that match and what we saw. Thunder Rosa was kind of left out of the conversation. No, like Britt Baker, because Britt Baker was like the big talking point for us. No, no, no. She, she was the big talking point for us because of her performance. Right. But in the ring, Thunder Rosa's better than her. I give you three females that's actually better than her in the ring than Britt Baker. The only thing that Britt Baker got over everybody is on the mic. That's a fact. Everyone knows that. So, technically, if you want to say that she's the number one female in AEW, fine. Right? Based on that performance, fine. I won't I won't knock you for it because even I'm giving her credit based on that performance. Mm -hmm. Right? But from a talent perspective, she's not better than the three I just mentioned. She's not. Right? Now, I'll, I'll throw this question to you guys. Right? In addition, obviously, with Britt, with, with Britt Baker, based on the original question, if she's the number one female in the game in AEW. 
what does AEW need to do to keep the level of consistency based off the match that we saw with Britt Baker in uh, Thunder Rosa? You said. You said. What does AEW need to do? You said what? You said it should be. It should be will, not should. I mean, it should be will they keep the level of consistency? All right, whatever. <laughs> they at this point right now, they have to because they back themselves into a corner with this one. What corner? What corner? What corner they back no, what I mean what is because the thing, the reason why I say that is because AEW's been out for now almost two years. Yes. Almost two years. Okay, two years. Right? And in terms of, like, I understand, like, the, we have the time and everything else like that. And this is the first time where, like, the women's match was actually really, really good. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when they had women's matches, either on TV or pay-per-view, no one's really paying attention. Now we're now paying attention. So yeah. now we just have to keep the level of consistency. So like if we have a great match here, but then that, let's say I had double or nothing, you have a shitty women's match, you're going back to square one. So do you believe they could keep the level of consistency? Yes or no? I said yes. So okay, so so if you believe they keep the level of consistency, you can't question if they have a good match here and then a bad match there. So which means you don't really believe it to begin with. So technically, you don't believe them that they will keep the level of consistency, right? So technically, what you're saying is a lie. <laughs> you don't believe in them. <laughs> I'm going to say no, but then that's okay because they have other stars. You still have to build up Red Velvet. That's right. You still have to build up Jay Cargo. Yes. In her second They're in that match. process, yeah. They're in the process. Then they look very good. You still got to build Speaking up of first. Red Velvet... Keep your eyes on her. No, she's very good. She's, she's, she is very good. She's very, she's very, yeah. uh, she has, she has her spots. She knows how to pick them. She knows how to, she knows where the camera's at. And it looks good. And and she's, she could potentially be very good. Red, and, 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 and the, what makes my, what makes my point and Tara's point significantly is that yesterday I read a report on sportskeeda.com, right? And it spoke about Britt Baker. Britt Baker said, that only time will tell with the AEW Man. Women's Division. Man. She said that herself. So from this day forward, I need everyone, including you, Richard, to stop questioning the Women's Division and just sit back and wait. That's what we've been trying to say for months. What? No, no, no. He. And, and, mul- and multiple people I personally know. Yeah. He's been complaining about this shit. Right now, this is what I think the, the AEW Women's Division needs to do. Before you hit that, yes, I was I left while you were yeah. Go ahead. He was uh, about the Britt Baker situation. Now, personally, I think Britt Baker is the top woman. She doesn't have to hold that. You don't have you don't have to hold the title to be the top woman. No, no I I, I agree with that. Like but Charlotte, she's no, in no, a position where her segments. On when she's speaking, her segments are the longest in in, in the women's segment. That is true. Her yes. segments long as her promo. She's, she's cons- the best promo. And I and I said that. And I said that. Yes. She has the best character. In the women's division. And to add to your point, she's yeah. probably the most consistently we see. Most consistent out of everybody in the women's division. She's been there. Yeah. But and then mm-hmm. when she's paired up with Thunder Rosa, that's her best pairing. When she's paired up with the Sheeta, it's hit or miss. But when she's paired up with someone that help her get to that next level. She's damn good, but that's why I said from a talent perspective, talent she's not. Perspective. She's it's, not it's number in, one. Yeah, in ring. I only said talent perspective, okay. right? 
But like but in I terms of on the mic, must see television. And, and, no, you're not. Deba- I'm not debating yeah. about that. Well, must see is a little. I think too... in total. No, no, package, must see. It's her. In, in, it's her. In, in total package, I think she is the number one woman. I think she is the face of uh, the women's division. I think she's she that good that representative. Like she, 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 she's there. Give something to it. There's, there's a reason. Rep. There's a reason. The best ru- might be the best wrestler in in AW, uh, in, in in the women's division for AEW. But I think in terms of being that package, being that face for them, I think it is. So okay. you're saying she's uh, the most marketable. She's, 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 mar- she, she's, she's the most marketable. Mar- she's the most marketable. Marketable person. And going back to the match between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, and I said Listen, this to Rick. I said I said I said this to Ricardo, and he completely agreed. I just wished that this match was for the women's title. Mm-hmm. If that then, match was for the women's was, title, yeah, I'm right. like. I don't, I'm saying this right now. I don't give a fuck about Sheeta. I really well, don't well, care. Well, it's like this. It's like no. this. And this, and this is how. And this, this I was, what I was about to say is that this is what I think that AEW Women's Division needs to do. They need to go all out. What I mean by that is they need to go go harder. There are times. It's only two hours. So. No, no, I get it. I get. And they're that. always given the but same. I'm, but I'm talking about. But, but listen to me. Listen, but listen every to me. week, just the one. But so just, that just that listen one to me. Up, they gotta go all out. Yes. Oh, yes. It's a little harder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. You're right. It's harder. Don't get me wrong. You are right. But you can do backstage segments. You can. You can if you want to use the 15 minutes that you just said based on a match or a segment, you could do that. Yeah. Right? But it all depends on how you do it. Let's take the ruthless aggression, for example. Right? The era. The, the era, yes. Let's take the era. And let's look by look. Let's look at the women, what they did. Trish was there. Lita was there. Victoria Jazz was there. Victoria was there. Was Molly Holly. There. You know what actually caught our attention with that significant roster? We're, no, <laughs> it wasn't. It, uh, to be honest with you, it wasn't. It, it wasn't the sex it. appeal. It wasn't the sex appeal. It wasn't the glitz and glamour. It was the wrestling. It was besides. No, I'm talking about besides the wrestling. The wrestling is always there. I'm talking about that hard core mentality. That was the one year I saw literally every female be in a dynamic style of match in both promo work and in-ring. In-ring work and backstage segments. There was a there was I remember a time. I think Rich I don't know you could correct me if I'm wrong, Richard, cuz Richard knows better than I do. It was ja- remember Jazz and yeah. Ruth's regression? She was in a rivalry with Trish Stratus and I saw Jazz. Oh, that was early, early. Oh, I know. Exactly okay, what I saw Jazz. Early intensity. intensity. Uh, yeah, the intensity, right. yes. Beat the living hell out of her. Beat the living hell out of Trish. And she broke her hand. Exactly. I feel like that's what the AEW women's division needs to do. Intensity. The wrestling is the wrestling. What about WWE? No, no, no. No, no. You see, okay, hold on. Let's, that's another day for another. We're talking about AEW. Let's okay. stay on topic, right? No, but I'm just no, no, I guess extending that. it to them. I just want to ask the question. Do you think they're also going a little too soft on each other? Well, WWE's been soft since they okay. entered the PG era. They've been soft. They've but, like, back to AEW. The AEW's women's division needs that level of intensity. That grit. That grit and grind to catch our attention. That's what they just, don't have. Just like, no, no, no. The thing is, no. You said that they don't have. You can make a legitimate argument. They just started. Mm-hmm. Based, with this past week, with this just past event. week, yeah. and they keep that level of intensity in their matches, in their promos, in their backstage segments, and, and they keep the and they, hold on, and they keep that level of consistency in terms of the wrestling. Because obviously, the more the more intensity you bring, the more consistent the wrestling will become better. Because to be honest with you, they have solid uh, women's wrestlers 
in AEW. They do. They're just not That's used right. That's the right. only and problem. And also, don't forget, they're some not of them, flushed out. They're not, not flushed not, out. Exactly. And not only that, they don't have characters. No, that's exactly. Right. That's but that's what, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Bring that intensity and more character will come out of the girls. Well, to play devil's no, advocate sure, sure, a little bit. Sure, to what To your point. Yeah. You know what the issue that makes it all so tricky? Yeah. If going back to what you said about the the Rosa Baker yes. main event, any yes. lights out, anything goes yeah. out, anything goes match. You had the intensity in that match showcased because of the weapons, because yeah. of the blood, mm -hmm. the crimson mask, mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And it was the culmination of a few months of of a feud that oh, was yes. heating they up. Yes. A, they yes. Long, they put in the effort. Time. Like yeah. the build, you could do that for any woman. Yeah. You could okay. do that for any women and their feud, whatever they got going on, the storyline. The, the match itself gave it that extra edge. Yes. You are not always... The thing is, you're not always going to have that kind of match every single week for the women. You are right. In, in general. You are right. But here's why... But and he, and mm -hmm. just to throw yeah. this out there. Yep. The one... You gotta keep you you gotta keep it sporadic with this kind of match type. I agree. And the kind of showcase that no. you do because you if you do, you don't want it to be just another thing that yeah. you see on Dynamite. All the time. I agree. It's, not, but, it's gonna but, lose its luster. But what I was saying, well, here's here's what I, here's what I was saying. I do agree with you that it doesn't have to be like a hardcore style match. That's not what I was saying. What I mean by intensity, I'm talking about your attitude. I'm talking about your demeanor. I'm talking about the story you tell in the ring. Yes, I'm talking about the wrestling. I, that's what I'm talking about. And I'm not gonna lie, I did see a bit of that no, with this feud. Exactly. Into the and, match. But, and, but guess what? That intensity brought into that match caught our attention. True. And Britt Breaker was the number one talked about female in the game because the of whole, how far she's the whole been. week. But, but, it was literally right, the whole fine, week. The whole week. Because and guess what? It brought a performance that we didn't expect. Because let's be real. All of us downplayed her in terms of the intensity factor of Britt Baker. And she brought it towards us in that match. And she shut up. She shut us all up. Mm -hmm. All of us. And that's what I'm talking about. Bring that intensity factor in the wrestling, the promo, the backstage segments. No matter how big or small it is, bring it. And you bring that consistency... AEW's women's division will elevate. And now I'm talking to you right now, this might be the start, and I hope I'm right. And I bet I'm I'm praising that AEW women's division to a whole to way up there. And they better not piss me off in the next pay-per-view they have. And if, it's a, nothing. if it's a shit show, I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna mark this calendar. If they fuck up, if they fuck up in this pay-per-view they have coming up for the women's title. In two months, yeah. In it's two months. And, versus, versus Thunder fine, but if they fuck this up, you're gonna hear a rant from me. Right, because I need that level of intensity that they need to bring that they brought this the other day in Dynamite. Keep that level of consistency up. I'm telling you, that you see a change in the AEW, a significant change in AEW. Watch. Good rant never hurts. You see, you see. <laughs> I haven't done a rant in a long time. Did I, did I just said that like a couple of minutes ago? What I said like the, the match that you had now, but if you have like if you don't bring this. Um, sh like a shitty match, but I think like, at yes. double or nothing. But the thing is, yes, but the thing is, you question it. You still question it, even though when you say that, and that's why that's why your shit goes out the window. You still question it to this day, despite you say that, because you just admitted it earlier. That's why it goes out the window. I'm not questioning it. I'm actually hoping for it to go up. You're questioning to see like, oh, you see like, well, I gotta wait and see. you're Richard, you're like this. I gotta wait and see and see what happens. And if it's so, you're like, yo, I told you. So you're like, no, that, that's you have doubt. Richard, are you satisfied with what you got this past week? Of course. Let me say let me say this right now. I was definitely satisfied of what I saw this week on Dynamite with the women. 
I said to Ricardo earlier this week, and I said this to you last week. In yeah, yeah, I said stuff about the AEW Women's Division. I want to be proven wrong about the Women's Division in AEW. I want the women to succeed. I want them to excel. I just need you to show, to prove it to us, the fans, that you're taking it seriously. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I want to be wrong about the women's division. Their women's division is great. It's just that it's not being shown. The execution is the just execution is not, not there, there. But and better. that's mm -hmm. why and that's why I'm questioning it. Like, and I'm not the only one. Multiple people in the wrestling community that does podcasts or whatever are still still questioning AEW's women's division. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, the thing is with you, you don't you don't allow the process to to go. You want it now. No, because the re the reason why at the time we said that was because. Before AEW came into the picture, and when they announced, "Oh, we're gonna have a great women's yeah, division," yeah, yeah. they hyped it up for us so that I'm we could. That. So that that's that's what. So on that case, you could blame AEW, flat out. Okay. You could blame but AEW look, for that. But look, like I said before, whenever you start a company, you don't start off successful on the fly. It takes years and dedication to get everything done. It's like a politician. It's exactly. It's it's it's, it's, it's you're building the resume. You're building the buildup. You're building the brand. All right? The way that you wanted it to happen, and to some degree you still wanted it to happen, you wanted to be successful on jump. This All right? is this is That's Cody, this is Cody's young the young bucks, Kenny yeah. Omega, and so on. Tony yeah. Khan. No, this I, is the first foray at a wrestling promotion. No, yeah. I, I, so you I gotta, gotta you gotta you gotta give it time, bro. I understand I understand up. to give it time. Like I said, like I said before, I want to be wrong. I just need more interest from them to give to us. Now, That's I'm what not, I'm saying. No, I'm not saying that mm. this is the most ideal process. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, could they have fixed around a few things? Could could have done certain things a little bit better earlier on? Yeah, Absolutely. They could, they could right. You know, here's one. Why are they always sticking them in the 9.15 and 9.30 p.m. slot? That's right before the main event, right before the thing that matters most. The world Actually, a event. better question is why haven't any women stepped up about complaining about that? Because that's what WWE did, and they got more prolonged um, segments in WWE. You know what? You know what the and the fans. You know what the and fans. Is? And the fans did that. Me. The difference is... WWE, it's been decades of that. No, no, no. It's no. coming off the back. No, no, I feel you. They had enough of it. Oh, no, I feel you. AEW, mm. it's it, it's a brand new thing. No, no, brand new entity. No, no, no. Despite, despite it's a brand new thing, women got rights. Women, yeah. Women got for, rights. For example, no, for example, for, for, for example, this week, I'm not into sports. Ricardo, everyone knows this. I'm not into sports like that. But there was, there was a report on TV about how the women... The basketball thing? Yes. Yeah. I'm not going to front... I don't watch sports, but I was pissed off when I saw that. I was too. I was like, you cannot be serious. So, women's wrestling fans... The weight room? The, the, the weight room was no. ridiculous. And I'm like, AEW's women's wrestling fans could have a voice into AEW. Like, guys, push the women's division more. Yeah, give like, them more segments. Give them more time. Give them more Yeah, because I'm like, yo... um. Now WWE for women's um, segments or matches, they have like literally two to three matches or like two to three segments yeah. on every show now. Yeah, and and, and, and like and, and that's what I'm that's what AEW could do. I like I don't care how like you could start off a new brand. Don't get me wrong, but like fans got a voice. Fans yeah. got a, fans got a voice, and that's that's one of the things that AEW also had troubles with. And there was one thing that was another thing is the fans. 
Right. Um, the catalyst was at for the Give Divas a Chance movement at the time was mm -hmm. the back of a 30-second women's match between the, the Bella Twins and Paige and Emma. Yeah, exactly. That was like that Ended was, with one like, finish, and that's, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. it. But the thing is, it's not saying like, we're not saying that well, like, the women are being disrespected at AEW. Please don't get us wrong. We're not, we're not saying that. We're just saying that like the AEW's women's division has, don't have enough time at all, little to no time. That's what we're saying. That's yeah, the yeah. issue. Like, like, give time. them time. You could give them more time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and you, give them a chance and, to and flesh out their know, characters. Did give you us know, the video if packages. you really think about it, going back to this past Wednesdays, did you know this was the first time we had two women's matches in Dynamite in a very long time? We had two. Yeah. In Jade Cargill match. In squash. Yeah. Squash, but it's still a match. But it did its thing. Yeah. It's Jade Cargill's on the come And we had the main event. So, I'm like, and plus another thing, we don't see Sheeta as much on Dynamite, and she's her women's champion. It's like she's the afterthought. B but that's what I'm saying. For Sheeta, no. to me, she needs to, she needs to lose this belt. So coming off of AEW Revolution, their big event that they had that AEW hosted two weeks ago, Kenny Omega seems to be rid of John Moxley as the main contender to face off against for the world title. And it looks like Omega's moving on to something else, even though Moxley and Eddie Kingston are in the background slowly uh, as a tag team unit facing off against Gallows and Anderson, the good brothers, right now. But either, even with that being the case, I, I highly doubt they'll, either one of them will be in title contention for Omega. Maybe Eddie Kingston would for maybe in like a few weeks off of a build to a main event at on a random episode of Dynamite. Maybe that's the case, but I'm not sure about that. So... It seems pretty open for Omega at the moment as to who his next challenger will be. It they they seem to tease Christian, but I don't. But I think it's more of a tease for something down the line rather than what's happening immediately or at the moment. So the question stands: What do we think, Omega? Who is should be Omega's next challenger for the World Championship? I do have two, but the one that you said just said is actually I feel it's Eddie Kingston. Oh, okay. he is still he's still now he's in that. In that storyline with Omega, with the Good Brothers, with Don Callis, he wants to get back back at him because of the fireworks situation, and That's they a got injured. Off, actually. Yeah. He he also got injured by by Kenny Omega during Dynamite with his leg and with his knee. Uh, storyline, yeah, 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 in storyline per the knee injury. So right now, the best person poss possible right now it is Eddie Kingston to to try to get back at Kenny Omega. The second person. Moose from Impact. <laughs> I'm saying it. I know no! you are everybody. I came out of left field. I'm going no! left field with this one. Moose from Impact. Even though he did lose to Rich Swan, the man is legit. I would like to see him on Dynamite at some point getting a number. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Go. Yo. I, I was, I I was really nigga. <laughs> Chaos. Moose. Moose. Moose is awesome. Moose, Moose can't even, can't Moose? even. Moose doesn't even belong in the same ring Moose? as Kenny Omega. Have you seen the Have you seen the tag match? I have seen him wrestle. Have you seen the tag match though? With with when he was with Kenny Omega, him going against it was uh Moose and Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. No, Moose, Rich Swan, and I think some other guy versus. No, you know, Kenny no, Omega you know, I have no, I have not. You know why I have not? Because I don't watch Impact. Because it's trash. Yeah, you don't watch it. It's trash. It's actually a pretty good show. Well, yeah, you're you're it's you're pretty the good only show. one. <laughs> Tell me, it's in better my, than what you and the person who I think should face Kenny Omega, there's a, there's a, this is a stretch. Oh, you saw mine's a stretch. Okay. No, no, no. I said I don't. No, your Moose was a stretch. You're tripping on Go that. Ahead. You're, but you're Eddie Kingston. I rather, I rather you pick Eddie Kingston. I don't have a problem with that one. 
I got MJF. I know what he's going to say. I know what he's going to say. Go, go, Gentlemen, go, go, go. I think it's too early. Gentlemen, MJF just formed the faction. Richard, what is it called? The Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. Love that name. Fire. Love right? that name. If there was one person that was honestly on the mic, that would stand toe-to-toe with Kenny Omega. And Don Callis. And Don Callis is that man, MJF. MJF. Also, this man, MJF, is hungry. He's at a point right now where not only him, FTR, Sean Spears, Wardlow. and Wardlow mm. are so hungry for titles. For titles, exactly. Mm. Are so hungry for titles that they're willing to do anything. Not to cut you off there, but they say they said that the, um, it's been in the works for a little bit now that MJF right. should ha- is the leader of his own faction. But M- I do think that mm-hmm. they need to get rid of Inner Circle first. No, they no, need to I, handle I that. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I don't, I don't have a problem with that because yeah. I actually agree with that. Because mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm sorry. And I'll fuck as much as I love that Inner Circle. Inner Circle is too played out. It's done. Yeah. They need to go. Like they, as faces, they wouldn't work. Yeah. As well they gotta go. As heels. The Inner Circle gotta go. Yeah. But MJF, to me should face Kenny Omega for the AEW war title and to solidify himself as a top name. That and as one of the best main eventers in the game. So you're saying MGF should beat Omega if they have the title match? I think... It would no, no. have to be story. It would have it, to be down the line. It would have to be... Exactly. Like it would, all out. It would have to be all out, number one, and number two, based on not Kenny Omega's performance, MJF's performance. In the ring, because we're talking about we're talking about a guy in Kenny Omega who's the best wrestler in the world right now, mm-hmm. right? Got MJF got to step up to him, right? This ain't yeah. a watered down Chris Jericho. This is, this isn't fucking any Moxley, Moxley Cody. Cody. This is this is the number one dude in the game. Oh, Cody the Ace. And Kenny <laughs> fucking Omega, right? I think MJF could talk on the mic against anybody, anybody, past or present. But in the ring, you got to prove yourself to that nigga. And you have a faction that's backing you up, that's starving for opportunities. And you have a legend, and also you and have, you have and, and you have Tully Blanchard on the back of your hand. That's right. That's great. Like, that's right. Come on. And who's a good, who's a decent talker himself for his age? No, no, no. He was no, he, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like right now, right now, right no, now. No, 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 no. Carl, Carl, Tully, Carl, Tully Blanchard is one of the best people in the game. Okay, okay, okay. No, the only reason I'm saying that because I don't know him that much, so. I, he deserves a benefit of See, that's why you have me. That's why you have me. Professor. But the bottom line is, MJF <laughs> should be the next person to face Kenny Omega for the AEW world title. That's what I got to say. It sounded crazy at first. Well, not crazy, but too ambitious for MJF to be up, up, up next for him once the inner circle, the feud with the inner circle and the pinnacle runs its course. But is it imbi- is it too ambitious? Not so much. Thank you. Because here's it. Because here's the thing. Thank you, Alma. For I actually M- like that idea. For, and for MJF to win the world heavyweight championship, I I agree with Ricardo because I'm like, the way that he's being progressed right now, mm-hmm. is ridiculous in mm-hmm. a good way because look how they did look what they did with Chris Jericho in the inner circle when they came along. Yeah. So, it's now MJF's turn. Mm-hmm. You see. You see, the thing is, fellas. I, th- I think it was a different situation with him with uh, Jericho. Exactly. Well, yeah, well, yes. It was the a- thing is, is you needed that already already established star to take the belt. That's why they chose well, um, Chris Jericho. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, fellas. Kenny Omega. The thing is, why MGF is 
should be the next opponent for the AEW World Title is because who is helping Kenny Omega uplift AEW? Don Callis. Don Callis. No, no, no. Is he? Is he though? I'm talking about outside of Kenny Omega. Like take, cause I'm I'm, I'm picking like Don Callis is Kenny Omega. That's one. Like you feel me? Yeah. Like that's what I'm taking him out. Who's uplifting him? Who's help, what do you mean? By that? In terms of who's promoting, nobody is promoting AEW better than Kenny Omega. Cody. Like, that's, but that's Cody. That, that's a, from a business standpoint. That's right. different. But I'm talking from a wrestling standpoint. I'm talking from a wrestling standpoint. From a wrestling I mean, standpoint, he's getting more eyes on the product with his stuff. ideas. No, no, like no, no, he brought no, Shaquille O'Neal. No, no, but that's my point. Business. That's right. business. I'm talking about wrestling, right? Oh. Okay. I'm talking about wrestling standpoint. From a wrestling standpoint, no one is bringing more attention to the game than Kenny Omega. Bring MJF into the picture. You bring in more eyes into the product in terms of AEW because remember we're I'm, we're talking about AEW as a brand that needs to that wants to go up, right? Mm-hmm. If you the, one of the good examples about MJF his his presidential debate that he had with um, John Moxley, which was one of the greatest promos I've ever heard in my fucking life. He MJF raved how much he loves AEW, right? By bringing that into the picture, plus the mic work and the totality of the matches that they could possibly have with MGF and Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. this honestly might be, like, let's say, because obviously this is all hypothetical. If MGF faces Kenny Omega on the mic standpoint, that might be the best rivalry Kenny Omega has, might ever have. Mm-hmm. So where does the feud with Christian factor in? Because you know that they they, you see, they left with, that with, open. With, I, I understand. Play that the thing with Christian, the thing with Christian, it's gonna be it's the way I view it. It's it's less of a it's almost, they're gonna try to uh, it's almost similar to Edge to some degree because we're talking about a guy in Christian who's obviously related to Edge, so to speak. If he still has it, mm-hmm. right? He's Christian is portraying a character from TNA over a decade ago. Well, he's not the same Christian Cage as he was back then. Older. Exactly. He's older. He's going to be slower. Exactly. The, the the question that we have for Christian is, what are you going to bring to the table? Differently. In, differently in AEW as Christian Cage. Not Captain Charisma. We'd have to wait and see. Or that. Christian from yeah. WWE. Christian Cage. Because his best years was TNA. That's the question with Christian that he has to bring up to the table in AEW, and it remains to be seen. But my choice for eight for the AEW contender for AEW um, for um, Kenny Omega, MJF. And we're gonna leave it at that for this week. Hope you all enjoyed episode fifty-eight of Wrestling Hypothesis. The Bromance oh, will oh return gosh. next week for sure. My man Kenny, hopefully, and myself will return together. Hopefully, shut up. <laughs> Because the bromance needs to come together again. Not really. Y'all are just haters, okay? <laughs> All y'all just some haters. You, you, you. But anyway, shout out to my friend uh, Brandon. He has his uh, Twitch stream coming up. If you like classic horror games or any classic games in mind, please reach out to uh, twitch.tv slash ginvgf. Yeah, Brandon is a good friend of ours and the show. So And yeah. shout out to Tara once again, finishing her master's degree program. Hear he, hear he. <laughs> oh, no, no, that was trash, bro. No. The, my, 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 the king isn't here. King, king Kenny isn't here. My, my, homeboy, my, my homeboy isn't here. 
Only he can do that. Yours was trash. All right, hopefully we'll be back (laughs) for, just to close it off here, we'll be back for episode 59 next Sunday. Until then, have a good one, guys. Stay safe and take care. Peace. Peace.